are tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Hello, beautiful yogis. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Last week, I had so much fun discussing the divine feminine, the beautiful and illuminating moon, balancing, and it was just such a high vibration. And so I thought it would be fun to sort of continue the conversation, but in a much more, I think, just inspiring way. So today we are going to chat about the law of attraction, living at our highest vibration, and of course, yoga. Now, the last few months and possibly the upcoming several months, we have been experiencing quite a bit of change, right? We all are in this new normal. We're all trying to acclimate to it in our own way. And throughout this time, I've actually been really connected to self and been really proud of how I've handled situations and just being the light and seeking the light. And recently I took a Zoom yoga class that was amazing. And it really just started to stir up a lot of emotion for me. And I think it reminded me of how much I miss the connection of studio, of the yoga community, of actually being able to see and hug and laugh and play with students and teachers. And even though I am all about audio yoga classes, personal practices, video, and Zoom, I really do realize that all of that was to supplement what was really important, which is that total personal connectedness. And I don't think there's anything that can make up for that. So as I record this episode, it is literally in the middle of the night. I am wide awake, feeling really anxious and yet still hanging on to inspiration. And I thought, what better way to sort of start to get out some of the emotions that I feel are sort of bottling up in me than by recording an episode and connecting with you. So with that said, one of the things that I really am starting to think about is what is really going to come next? And not in a way where I'm not enjoying the present, but these last couple of days, I think I've really started to miss just what was normal. And although I'm completely open to change and I always want to be able to evolve and grow as I'm sure you all do as well. One of the things that I've learned as a student of life is sometimes it's fun to have an area of true focus and maybe even a little mastery. And so one of those areas that I'm trying to really delve deeper into is not so much the area of manifestation because I'm wholeheartedly a believer that whatever vibration you're on, you will manifest on that vibration. I'm sure just like all of you, you can pinpoint times in your life where you really did visualize and dream and 
focus on something that came to light and some things come to light that are here to teach you a lesson and then later you realize you have to let go even though it can be quite challenging and difficult in hindsight you realize that it was all for the better so i don't think it's about the idea of the flower blooming as we were just talking about the blooming full moon but sometimes it's about trusting in the process the seed being planted it germinating it breaking through soil it reaching for sunlight and then blooming and so i'm trying to find an appreciation for all of that prior to the bloom And that is something that I'm noticing in these last couple of days. And in particular, my nervous system is really activated right now because I'm so awake. And although I don't feel necessarily anxious in an like anxiety type of way, my nervous system is obviously anxious, but I'm hoping it's in an inspirational kind of way. So with the law of attraction, I know that a couple of years ago, actually it's been quite a while, The really popular book and movie, The Secret, was sweeping the lands, right? And it completely inspired many of us to create vision boards, to journal, to set intentions. And I still wholeheartedly believe in all of that because just like the moon cycles is a way for us to stay aligned with mother nature with ourselves to have a way to really stay present and to acknowledge beauty but also to seek a bit of clarity of self so that you can have a really good future based on the present moment that you're really experiencing contentment and joy in That's how I feel about those other practices as well. But truth be told, we don't need any of these practices to stay aligned, to truly manifest abundance, peace, and all of that. But they are nice reminders to incorporate into your life so that you can indeed stay aligned. We don't want to teeter-totter between what we believe and what we technically have fear about. So remembering that, The opposite of love truly is fear. And if love is the highest vibration, then fear would be the lowest. And as we dip out of love being the highest, it's really hard to have that sense of self-compassion and contentment and even joy and furthermore inspiration and excitement. If you are not feeling that safe, secure, and grounding energy. So again, you're going to sort of notice that that alignment with the chakra system is really interesting because that's really what we learn in yoga, right? And so you can sort of see that translation over into this manifestation, this law of attraction realm. So one of my favorite books is Thinking Fast and Slow. And it really teaches you how to utilize your brain to maybe not the fullest capacity, but to your fullest capacity in any given moment. And one of the oldest and yet most profound books is Think and Grow Rich. Now, when you look at these concepts of what you think is truly what transpires on a molecular level, then you really can understand how important it is to not only quiet the mind and be present, but also to be mindful. Now, as you all know, I really specialize in post-traumatic stress disorder and utilizing yoga as a way to deal with that what can be a debilitating 
syndrome and disease and hopefully to overcome that situation because when you again are not grounded you are not going to be able to be aligned truly with your spirit and we're always looking for that mind body spirit connection so one of the things that we want to do is we want to not only be a lifelong student but in some cases begin to find focus and mastery of something that really does serve us. And since 2020 is really a year of introspection and it can be a huge game changer in the positive, no matter what's happening tangibly or just outside of self, we really could take this time to really start to delve deeper into our highest vibration and really get to know ourselves on a deep level. So let's talk about this idea of the law of attraction. Now it is a label that is given to the idea that we attract things and circumstances, both positive and negative into our lives by just the thoughts that we think. Now this idea is based upon the principle that people and their thoughts are both made from pure energy and the belief that like energy attracts like energy and without discrimination. For example, if one were to continually think about all the debt they have, more debt would be manifested to that person. Now you might be questioning, but I'm a positive thinker. Why do I still have debt? Now, while our thoughts are a main key in manifesting abundance through the law of attraction, there has to be just a bit more participation on our end. Now, in order to understand why and what role our thoughts play in attraction, we need to dive a little into quantum mechanics. Now, if we used the right type of equipment and explored our bodies beneath the skin, we would find incredible systems of operation. An organ system, nervous system, and circulatory system, among others. Now, an awesomely designed living and breathing machine. Now, if we dove a little deeper, we would see cells. An even deeper look would reveal molecules and eventually atoms. And at the very core of these atoms would be energy. Now, the energy we would find at such a quantum level in our bodies would be vibrating and buzzing around at a certain frequency. Now, these frequencies are important to keep in mind as we begin to talk about thoughts. Now, science can't really put their finger on what a thought is, but they do know that thoughts create a little spark or create little sparks, I should say, in our brains and these little sparks of energy are vibrating at a certain frequency. Now the frequency that these thought vibrations emit, talk to your cells and in turn, your cells send out electromagnetic waves containing the exact frequency of the original thought. Now, our bodies are actually living and breathing electromagnetic fields with our hearts sending out the strongest electromagnetic waves, able to be scientifically measured several feet from the physical body. Isn't that amazing? Now, an interesting experiment pertaining to thoughts making an impression on external elements was conducted by Dr. Masaru Emoto in the mid-90s. 
And in Dr. Emoto's experiments, he placed uncontaminated water from the Fuji Dam in Japan. I think it's Fujirara Dam in Japan in containers within a controlled environment and labeled them with different messages containing intentions such as I love you, happiness, and peace, as well as less positive messages such as I hate you. And the results showed that the way the water crystal formed had a direct correlation to the intention and messages on the outside of the container. Now, I believe we talked about this experiment when we talked about crystals, and I will link that episode in the show notes anyway, because crystals are really fascinating. Now, while there are many other details to this experiment, the bottom line of it all appears to prove the impact of our thoughts as they have on external elements via our own electromagnetic field, as well as within our own bodies, considering we are made up of mostly water. Now, as we step out of the realm of quantum mechanics with somewhat of a better understanding of our thoughts, we can come back to the question of, can't just thinking positively get me everything I desire? Now, the answer is loaded. However, we can say yes, but there must be a couple other specific practices put into action while working in tandem with our positive or higher vibrational thoughts in order to active or I should say to activate the ever elusive law of attractive or attraction. What am I saying? It's in the middle of the night, yogis. Now, the first step in the formula is to simply ask for what we want. Once we have a very specific idea of what it is that we want to manifest, we need to bring to it the very forefront of our minds and hold it there with very focused attention. Now, vision boards and visualization techniques are perfect ways to ask for something we want because it brings our attention to that place. Now, we can actually try an easy visualization experiment now. So I invite you all to find a comfortable seat and relax a bit with a few deep breaths. Begin in your mind's eye and picture that you are in your kitchen. Really put yourself there. See the sights that you would see if you were actually there. Listen. Can you hear any sounds that your kitchen would make? The hum of the refrigerator, perhaps? Do you smell the smells of your kitchen? Maybe the coffee that you just brewed? Now in your visualization, take a few steps towards your refrigerator. See your hand reaching out in front of you as you place it on the freezer door. Pause there for a breath or two and take note of all the details in your hand as you pull the freezer door open. Do you feel the cold burst of the air escaping onto your face? Do you get a chill? Reach your hands into the ice tray inside your freezer and remove an ice cube. How does your hand feel? Can you feel the cold burn as the ice connects to your skin? Take the ice cube and put it in your mouth. Do you begin to salivate? Can you feel the ice cold on your tongue as you bounce the cube around and the inside of your mouth? Take a moment here and savor the ice cold cube before consuming it completely.
Now bring yourself back. How did that experiment feel? Did you feel as if you were actually there and experiencing the ice cube? I have to tell you, as I recorded that, I felt my mouth getting nice and juicy and salivating for ice. I'm actually thirsty now. Perhaps you got a chill as you were sitting in your seat and visualizing this experience. This is the type of focus we must have in our mind's eye as we envision what it is that we want the law of attraction to manifest for us. We need to fill it with all of our being. We need to experience what we want by being 100% present with it in our mind. We need to taste it. Once we have a taste for it, we can move on to the second step, which is to believe. We need to believe that what we want is already ours with the same passion we used to ask for it in the first place. And this is really where it gets challenging, yogis. Now, in order to convince ourselves that the thing we seek, in fact, is already ours, we need to change our internal and external dialogue a lot. We can be used to saying things like, I can't, or maybe one day I will, or I'll try to. But the fact is that we are sending mixed messages to our very own energy saying, I'll try means that you will always be trying without accomplishing. Telling yourself maybe one day tells your energy that you're not ready. And saying I can't is a self-fulfilling prophecy. So what you have to do is change your mindset. Start saying I am. If you want to be an actor, say out loud, I am an actor. Begin to feel what it would feel like or be like to live the life of an actor. Immerse yourself in the entirety of it all. Do you want to have abundance with money? Begin to taste an abundant lifestyle. Now, in the beginning, stating things that have not manifested yet will send your mind off into a tennis match with itself. It will feel weird to you because you're saying one thing, yet the logical side of your mind will be pulling at you saying, that's not true. Just keep stating things as if you have already received them. I am, I am, I am. Think about being a child, yogis. Kids, they want to be princesses, princes, kings and queens, firemen, you know, astronauts. And it's not until they get into the community system, rather that school or just life itself, that they start to learn that maybe their daydreams and fairy tales and make-believe are just that. The goal is to never disconnect from that because it can be true. Now, of course, you might be asking yourself, how can I be a princess if that's not even an option of royalty where I live or in my country? Well, maybe you'll be a princess in some other way, right? So it's really interesting when you think about that. I am going to digress for just a second from the information that I'm sharing. And one time I heard this study that was done and one parent told their kid that they were going to be a famous baseball player. And they're from a very poor third world country. And 
that person became, and this isn't a study actually, now that I'm talking about it, this is for real. This is a famous baseball player who said his mother always told him from the time he could remember that he would be a famous baseball player. And then there's been other opposite ends of the stick where people have been told that you're never going to amount to anything. And that true, if they started to believe it, came true. Now, obviously, if someone tells you something and you don't believe it, then you'll be fine, right? So it's just kind of also reminding us of keeping our minds really activated to things that are aligned with our vibration, which is why also yoga has been so important in my life and why it's so healing for those who suffer from trauma because it does raise your vibration. Obviously, if you're engaging in something that you're already fearful of, and you're continuing to engage in that, that may not raise your vibration, right? So even just watching the news constantly with the pandemic can be overwhelming and can completely give your subconscious mind a really hard time to overcome all that you believe you should be doing when on some level you're not believing it because of all the information you're seeping into your soul. Now, if you don't believe it, that's different. But if it's actually something you're starting to buy into, you can really easily see how detrimental that can be for your future. Now, another thing that we tend to do is we begin to obsess over how it will all happen, our belief, our want, our need, our desire. Again, our logical side, we will try to figure everything out for us, but what we need to do is to let go of trying to control the experience and just let it unfold. Knowing the how something's going to happen is none of our business when it pertains to manifesting. I know that sounds crazy, right? But you do not need to worry about the how. Some of the most Amazing people that you probably look up to have some of the most serendipitous stories to tell on how they were able to live out their passion or their dreams. Now, it takes some practice, but in time, you will come to understand that living in the exact space in which you wish to dwell is the only way to manifest everything. Now, the last part of the formula is to receive it with gratitude. Accept what is given to you and be thankful for it. Expressing gratitude can be difficult for some, but with small daily shifts in our routines, it is possible. So this brings me to another concept and that is yoga now what does twisting your body into a bunch of different shapes have to do with manifesting a brand new car you might ask well and i know you know when we're talking about material manifestation that could also as a yoga practitioner who follows the philosophy in the eight limbs you might find yourself having some restrictive feelings about that right but remember you don't need to ask for something that makes you feel uncomfortable just ask for something that you need having a new car means no maintenance means you can get out and go to practice you can serve others you can deliver groceries to the elderly so be careful with also feeling like it is your right to you know, for lack of a better word, to be in need and in want because that makes you feel more connected. Being a minimalist is beautiful. Living a huga lifestyle is beautiful. It doesn't mean that you have to skimp on quality, 
right? So I know a lot of yogis have a really hard time wanting to manifest something for themselves. But remember, as you raise your vibration, you are more useful to everyone around you, okay? So with that said, because I know that can be a contradicting concept to be thinking and wishing and hoping for something that seems very basic, right? You can set your sights higher. You can set your goals on Dalai Lama-esque achievements, right? For sure. Now, as I was mentioning, what does utilizing asana, the yoga postures, have to do with manifestation? Well, yoga is not so much an internal process as it is internal. Sure, the toned muscles and weight loss and all the byproducts of a consistent regimen is amazing, but the practice of yoga yields a bigger, much deeper result. As you all know, yogis, from the time that we were born, we begin to layer untruths and misconceptions onto ourselves for a variety of different reasons. Some were the fault of our society making us believe we needed to act or look a certain way, telling us we were not good enough or smart enough, or even telling us our circumstances were our fault. Others we did to ourselves in an innocent effort to protect our precious emotions and our delicate minds. Now, through deep breathing and challenging our physical bodies in the different postures yoga suggests, the mind begins to become clear as the body tends to become this vessel of introspection, this mindful moving meditation, which we all talk about on yoga podcast all of the time, right? So with all of that, it is in this clarity that we begin to see things for how they really are. Now, gaining some of this clarity can only happen by ripping off bandages of the wounds that we have been holding on to and protecting ourselves with and really truly learning to let go. Some of us have to get over things that have disturbed us for years. We have to heal. But after you find yourself going through that beautiful practice of healing, which it truly is, especially on the opposite side of it, on the other side of it, through it for sure, you can begin to really find that mind-body-spirit connection and begin to really live your best life, yogis. I'm serious. I've been there, done it, and I completely believe now, peeling back the heavy layers to get to your core can be an emotional experience. As these layers get removed, we are able to tune in to different types of energies around us, the cellular vibrating energies that others do not notice. And that reminds me, I'm going to link a couple of other episodes into today's show notes, so definitely check them out, okay? They'll definitely pertain to this. Now, the more sensitive we become to these energies in the world, the more we begin to try and find a way to manage them. And the more we try to find a way to live with them, the more we realize how our own electromagnetic field and frequency of thoughts affect the world around us. Imagine if everyone just focused on this for themselves, healing themselves and living at their highest vibration. We wouldn't need to focus on being of this complete service to others because we'd all be living in service of self therefore connected by a proxy of the highest electromagnetic field so it's really amazing when you think about it from that perspective as well now 
when we are all fine-tuned to the art of raising our vibration, we experience things on a different level or on another level. Shout out to my dear friends at Vivify Hot Yoga. Now, moving with the flow rather than against it, and this is how we begin to manifest change. Now, the change starts off small at first with coincidences that begin to happen more and more frequently until we come to the understanding that there are no coincidences and that we are, in fact, playing an active role in the manifestation. Now, some things come quicker or in bigger packages than others, but you also begin to know that in order to manifest desires and abundance shifts need to occur all over the world and things need to be stacked just right in order to come to fruition now you begin to relax and remain patient knowing it will all come now yoga is the perfect preparatory exercise in tuning our minds to a higher frequency it calms us down takes us out of fight or flight as you know it completely engages the parasympathetic nervous system that rest and digest. And as I always say, every time you take those deep inhalations and exhalations, you are giving every cell of your body a delicious oxygen hug. I love it. And when we are out of the fight or flight, it allows us to be grounded yogis. It gives us glimpses into our pure potentiality and lets us experience connectedness. Ugh, love it. To ourselves, connectedness to others, and of course, to the universe. Now, with all of that said, as I went through this episode, I feel so much better than even when I turned on the microphone yogis. And I think that this was such a beautiful practice and I'm glad I was inspired. I'm glad to know that my anxiety was not, or my feelings of my, let me word it this way, my being wide awake in the middle of the night is not due to nervous system anxiety, but truly to nervous system inspiration. I hope you found some inspiration. I hope you begin to journal those thoughts and begin to visualize if you need to make, you know, vision boards or you need to, you know, do the moon cycles or any and everything to start to allow yourself to get closer to this process and get higher on your vibration, trying to lead with love every opportunity you get, even when it's challenging I've had a couple of situations where I wanted my ego to take over for me just in the last 24 hours and I had to really step aside from myself and ask myself if I could be a friend to that situation instead of being the recipient of, I guess, the pain and how I can offer love and what I could encourage myself to think about the situation even though I wasn't personally benefiting from it I was also going to hurt myself with the thoughts that I was having and so this episode really spoke to me I hope it speaks to you stay tuned because on this week's yoga pose breakdown we will talk about some really amazing poses and ways that you can really take this practice on the mat and I love you all please remember love is truly truly the highest vibration go in peace yogis namaste 
I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste. Namaste.